and welcome to another episode of Cult of Geshcast, the show where we stop to poke some gullible folk. I'm Gavin. I'm Philip. And we are back. Hey. Baby. It's a brand new year, oh. full of fear. Hey, happy new year, everyone. It's to too all- late. No. Oh. It's too late, Gavin. Well, look, I don't care. I did shout at a guy the day for saying the exact same thing to me, so. <laughs> uh, okay, well, we're back with this new episode. Uh-huh. Uh, this is a very... Well, we gave you the choice. Yeah, this is the first, the inaugural People's Choice. Yeah, we gave you, gave you the opportunity. We said, go on Twitter, vote for the topic of the next show. Uh-huh. And you did. And those topics were? Uh, one was uh, <laughs> beating out, let's uh-huh. just go that way, beating out what was going to be a really fun show about gambling. Yeah. You chose to, to go down the more traditional path, uh, yes. all our initiates, uh, and therefore we commend you. Consistency is important. Uh-huh. We were going to do a show on gambling where me and Phil would go out and we'd try and make money from money and yeah. see how who could do the who could do the most. Well, let's let's save it in the bank because there's no reason why we can't go back to it. That's true. Uh, I mean, gone. it cheapens. Didn't get chosen this time. No, but well, may in the future. You never know. You never yeah. know. Uh, this episode is all about the Matamoros suicide cult. Yes. Hash cult, if hash you want. Cult. Maybe it's a hash cult. It kind of was. Yeah, they loved hash. At the end of the day, who doesn't? Who doesn't love hash? Um, okay, so another thing we did last episode before we get into Matamoros. Uh-huh. Uh, is our festive blowout, our last episode, we invited all you initiates and all you pre-initiates to come join us for what was deemed to be the best thing about Christmas. Which the was festive munch. The festive munch. The first inaugural. <laughs> inaugural <laughs> festive munch. Uh, we invited you to come along to five guys, that's Fump Fellas mm-hmm. in Glasgow's Affluent St Vincent Street, mm-hmm. to dine and recline. And if I'll be honest, we were a little bit bowled over by the response. It was nice to see such a turnout. Such a turnout. It was nice to see such a turnout. Because <laughs> yeah. I was worried that either no one would come or loads of people would come. Uh-huh. And I guess the middle ground there is one person. It's one person yeah. coming. And yeah. good on them. Yeah. 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 We, had a good, we had a good time. We, we did. learned a lot about an initiate. Well, we did, Phil. This is what I was leading up to. Um, our new... Uh, Chief Recruitment Officer, yeah. uh, Andrew Beltran. You can find him on Twitter at Andrew underscore Beltran. Is not to be trifled with. No, God no. <laughs> um, we caught up with him real quick on an audio recording device, which has been described by many as less than perfect. Is that right? <laughs> uh, but what we did is we got we got a little interview with him and yeah. we asked him our famous five questions. That's right. Even though we said we'd never going to do that segment again, yeah, we had to do it again. We had to just do it again quickly because, you know, he was a, he's a, a what we'd call a mega fan. Yeah. <laughs> Is that right? You know what I mean? Um, well, I look forward to hearing his responses for the first time. When we do our section later, cult yeah. status. Cult status. Look forward to that, everyone. Look what forward skills to does he have? I don't know. Nah, who knows? But, it's a while ago now. But, I mean, I could take a guess at what's stopping him. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we should really talk uh, real quick about what we're doing here and why we even have a show in the first place. Why not? Uh, I was thinking about ways we could do to consolidate this right down uh-huh. to get it down to like maybe three seconds. Three seconds. Three second intro. <laughs> It'd be like Twitter, Legends, Poll. Uh-huh. Twitter, Poll, Legends. Start cult. Cult. <laughs> Just cult. Cult. <laughs> poll Legends cult. Twitter Poll Legends cult. Uh-huh. Pod- you, you podcast. You podcast, thanks. You podcast Patreon, thanks. You podcast Patreon, thanks. Right, we'll write that down on the board for next time. Definitely we will. So I'm, I'm assuming all the people who are listening, we don't get any new listeners. No. So I'm assuming it's all the same. Mm. And don't take this the wrong way. 
people listening to the podcast. Mm-hmm. So they'll know what that means. I hope so. But next episode, it's just about saving time. That's it. That's all it is. Absolutely. And please remember, all times, Neil. Oh my God! Please, never. I can't really stress enough that how you should be either kneeling, listening to this. Yes, if possible, kneel now. You should have already been kneeling, but now kneel. I mean, that's kind of on us. We didn't say, but if you kneel now, uh-huh. all's forgiven. No repercussions. You know. Yet, yet. Okay, let's go into a section that everyone loves. A section called cult status. We're going to really quickly recap our cult rules. Yep. This is cult rules that we should all be living by, uh-huh. and it will be coming soon to a live show near you. Exciting. Uh, okay, so Phil. Yes. I'm going to yes. go through them super quick. Here, three uh-huh. seconds. <laughs> three seconds for this as well. <laughs> okay, so every episode we look at a different cult. Every cult gives us a rule that we live by. Uh, I'm going to go through them, all the episodes that we've looked at. And Phil, you tell us what the. Hit me. What I'm thing ready. Was. Heaven's Gate. Shoes. Nice shoes. Scientology. Cash. So we've got the Patreon, the Manson family. Gain influence. So we created the hashtag CoGlove. Star Trek. Be inclusive. That's why we did the friendship thing. Uh, <laughs> friendship. That's why we made pals. That's why we made pals. Om Shinrikyo. Merchandising. That's coming soon. And MS-13, the world's most dangerous gang. The initiation rituals. Which will again will be coming back into the show later on. Absolutely. Get ready for a thrashing. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and of course from Christmas, Gavin. And of course from Christmas, the Christmas munch. We learned to eat well. We learned to. We definitely did that. <laughs> like the SAS say, when you can eat, eat. Mm-hmm. Oh well, yeah, and I can eat a lot. I can eat a lot. <laughs> okay, let's just get into it. Yeah, uh, we're looking at the Matamoros suicide hash cult. Yeah, if you want to call it that. First impressions, Gavin, of mm-hmm. the the suicide hash cult. Mm-hmm. Uh, just straight off the bat, what were your immediate thoughts when you first learned of them? Gruesome. Yep. Uh, very interesting. Um, gave me a, a, a real American horror story kind of vibe. Uh, lots of dank kush, <laughs> if I'm saying that right, and uh, and just just really grisly m- 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 murders. So yeah, black magic, black magic, the voodoo's, uh, the voodoo's. Yeah, it's, it's all there. I mean, it's really it's one of those kind of interesting ones that's a mixture of uh, fright and delight. I can't wait to see what we can personally gain from this cult. Yeah, it's going to be difficult. <laughs> it's bad. Listen, man, I hope it's just smoke hash. Yeah, well, you know, smoke weed every day. Every day. Uh, okay, so, Phil. Okay, let's take it away. I'm going to take you back a little bit. I'm going to set the scene. You Please ready? do. It was spring break, 1989. Yeah, if I'd bothered to look up who was in the charts at that time, this is when I'd say... Bloody the Beatles were number one. <laughs> Texas Week, yeah, is what it's called to the locals. Um, thousands of students from all over the state were headed towards South Padre Island to quite simply go nuts <laughs> in a way that American students only seem to do in films and TV. But apparently they do it in real life as well, not just short clips on like. I don't know, red tube. <laughs> <laughs> to pick a site at random. Just to pick one. Uh, many of those students would find their way to a place called Matamoros, a party town just across the US-Mexican border with a strip of cheap bars and a relaxed attitude to the legal age of drinking. Mm-hmm. Amongst them was a young lad named Mark Kilroy, a student from the University of Texas, out for a night with three friends. His three friends did return, but he never did not. 
Mark, where did he go? <laughs> Mark's friends say that they lost track of him. In the wild party atmosphere of the sea of drunken revelry, they waited by the border hoping to spot him stumbling back towards home with a salacious story of getting his fingers. But it quite simply <laughs> never happened. Nothing for the next day, forcing his friends to report him as missing to the local authority. An extensive search was established. Mark's family was well connected with Texan officials. <laughs> well angry. <laughs> they were livid with what had been done to him. <laughs> Both American and Mexican authorities were squeezed in action and pressed for results, like oranges. <laughs> I've seen a lot of things that's, that's what we're going to take away from this episode. Say things funny. <laughs> Days passed with no sign of the missing student, but after one month, the case was quite simply. <laughs> <laughs> Creek deepen <laughs> Blown wide open A chance stopping at a checkpoint Started a rollercoaster of bizarre and twisted events That not one asshole expected Mexican state federales Had set up a checkpoint on various roads Outside the Matamoros city limits And on April 9th A truck approached one of the checkpoints But did not slow down That's strange That's strange Odd Le policier they be, they gave chase, Gavin. As the yeah, as is the right. But whoa, 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 whoa! Screech! We're getting ahead of ourselves here. There's a little bit more to this story that you need to know before we can follow that van. See, we're living the story now. We're doing it. This is like fucking like it's drama. Yeah, this is high well. drama. This is yeah, yeah. Is everyone on board? Acceptable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, let me tell you about a mad bass named Adolfo Constanzo. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Born in Florida to a Cuban immigrant mother, Constanzo was baptised as Catholic, but his mother dabbled in black magic and, of course, voodoo. Yes, man. You think that's metal? Wait for this. As a teenager, he became good pals with a sorcerer. He <laughs> <laughs> came a sorcerer's apprentice. <laughs> Literally, he did. He started to learn more of the dark arts, in particular a religious practice named Paulo Megombe. Mm-hmm. In many countries around Brazil, Africa and Mexico, Paulo Miombe is considered to be one of the dankest and dirtiest black magics, drawing power from the spirits of darkness through sacrifice of living beings. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Constanzo's, frankly, undeniable good looks, Gavin, <laughs> landed him a modelling contract in Mexico City, where he moved in 1984. He did, however, also not just have a beautiful face, mm -hmm. but a beautiful mind. Because nice. he was he was psychic, I see. He had psychic abilities, um, so he used those to carve himself out a bit of a following as a fortune teller and spiritual cleanser. Love it. He soon attracted business owners, drug dealers, and politicians willing to pay his high prices for his rituals. His rituals that would bring good luck and protection. He would charge thousands for these rituals. That would also include this. That would often include the sacrifice of goats. Snakes, zebras, and even fucking lion cubs. <sighs> See, that's a step too far. Lion cubs. They're super cute. Uh, and you know the story. Mm -hmm. Tale as old as time. The more success you have, the bigger your ambition gets. The more ambition, or the more ambitious you get, the more magical power that you need from sacrifices. Yeah. So he began to raid cemeteries for skulls and bones to yes. fill his dark cauldrons. Time passed. Simple human beings, actual bones would no longer suffice. 
So the sacrifice of living humans began. Mm-hmm. His legend grew, as did his following. Like other cult greats, uh, Constanzo showed himself to be enigmatic, charming, manipulative, and extremely charismatic. His followers would literally do anything for him, calling him El Padrino. Yeah. Looking for a slice of the real money, Constanzo looked to gain influence in drug trafficking, where he offered up his magical services to cartels. If they would refuse, members would disappear, used to cast dark spells in the group who had ultimately refused him until they could refuse him no longer. Whilst visiting Matamoros, Adolfo met a beautiful, young, impressionable woman named Sara Aldrete. Sara was a 22-year-old student studying in the nearby Brownsville. And before long, the natural flamboyance and mystery of a Constanzo had ensnared her. They became romantically involved. Constanzo then began to school her in the ways of Paolo Magombe as well, eventually crowning her his high priestess of his cult. She became La Madrina, the godmother. (laughs) With his priestess by his side and his dark disciples behind him, Constanzo's violent campaign of executions and ritualistic sacrifices reigned terror along the borderlands, furthering his goals to take over drug trafficking in the area. They established their home base on a ranch outside Matamoros named Rancho Santa Elena. Here they would continue their rituals of blood sacrifices. However, Constanzo was growing ever displeased with the yield from his current victims. The tainted souls of drug dealers and gangsters made for poor magics. He ordered his high priestess and followers to find him something worthwhile, something young, something virile, something intelligent, and most importantly, something gringo. (laughs) The timing was perfect. Spring break was approaching, and one night, amidst those drunken scenes, the beautiful, charismatic Sarah Aldrade ran into an intelligent, young pre-med out for a good time. His name was Mark Kilroy. Fucking really? Wowee. What'd you make of that, man? Tough customers. Yep. It, do you feel scene set? I do. I think you've taken uh, all the disparate parts of the story, you brought mm-hmm. it into one nice. I've, I've come back around. Yeah, it's yeah. Well yeah, that was drama. It was. You know, we created a little bit of drama here on Call of Guest Cast. And no one can say otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> I dare them to. Who would dare? Yeah. Um, it's, it's good, though, but it's heavy going, it's yeah. heavy stuff. Um, do you want to have a bit of fun? <laughs> do you know what? Yeah. After all that, I'd love to have a little bit of fun. Yeah? Uh-huh. Do you want to do my fun or do you want to do your fun? Give me your fun like it's spring break already, like it's Texas week over there. Okay, okay. Right, you ready? Yeah. <laughs> Time for some fun. With a game I'm calling Sacrifice This. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. It's just the name. It's, it's, it's nothing to do in. Um, so the Matamoros folks definitely didn't fuck around when it came to their magic. No. Uh, and they got to thinking... Phil, you're quite tenacious, quite magical, quite fantastic, uh-huh. quite fanatical in getting what you want, mm-hmm. and you do really well for yourself. And I thought, is this cunt magic? So I looked up a <laughs> quiz from gotoquiz.com called uh-huh. Do You Really Have Magic Powers? And cats. This is something I've asked myself a lot, so this is actually a bit of a public service thing. <laughs> I want to take you through it now because I took it earlier. And it's just nothing's going on with me. No? No. You're pretty limp-dicked when it comes to magic. Yeah, I've got pretty, a pretty soft little dick. <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't listening to one. <laughs> a pillowy dick. I've got a soft little dick. <laughs> this quiz was from gotoquiz.com. I don't know how official it is, but I'll read, do you want me to read the wee... It's created by Sarah. Alderete? No, this is uh, Sarah with an H. Oh. Uh, Sarah Harding. Yeah, Sarah, Sarah Harding. Harding. So you are... 
<laughs> so you are a chosen one which ma- with magic abilities uh-huh. destined to bring peace to the world slash or destruction and doom. Mm-hmm. After this quiz, you may find out a magical ability is a big responsibility. And if it turns out you do have an ability, it may take some consultation to unlock and you will really have to believe. Now find out your future. Okay. <laughs> so now that is like 15 questions. Yeah. Multiple choice, but. 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 Okay. So what is your age? Uh, 35. Okay. God. What's your gender? It's male. I identify as male. There are only two options on this, which I think is quite limiting. Go to quiz and Sarah. Uh, do you believe there are aliens or other beings out there? Yes. And it's a, a hard yes? It's a hard yes. Okay. Uh, defi- uh, you'd say definitely. Yeah. Okay. Defiantly. If your friends were in Dangor, what would you do? <laughs> what are my options? Try and help them straight away. Uh-huh. Leave them to perish. Uh-huh. It's me that's important. Uh-huh. Or I'd do anything for my friends. I would do literally anything for my friends. Okay. No, I'd try and save them. Sorry. You'd try and help yeah, them straight if away? I, if I thought it was like a, an unwinnable situation, I'd just wish them Godspeed. <laughs> it's unwinnable. It's Godspeed. Unwinnable. Throw coins to put across their eyes <laughs> to pay the ferryman. Do that once you're dead. <laughs> Number five. If you had to choose a weapon, which would it be? Mm-hmm. Bow and arrow. Yep. Magic. Duh. Sword or other. <laughs> or others quite <laughs> wide. Um, well, we were discussing earlier about hidden abilities that we don't have yes, surfaced yet. Yes. I believe that for some reason I have a strong feeling that I'd be really good at archery. Yeah, yeah. With no skill or practice. So bow and arrow. Bow and arrow, please. Okay. What is your favourite colours? Oh. You've got blue, red, black, white. This is Now, these are the t- same. Blue and white. Right. Or gold, silver and platinum. Oh, <laughs> They're all one colour. They're uh, one lump. It's probably black. Probably black, okay. Yeah, sports very, very telling. Uh, if you had to choose an outfit for battle, what would it be? Long flowing dress. Uh-huh. Wizard's robes. <laughs> armour, duh. Simple outfit, practical jeans and t-shirt or uh-huh. other. For battle? For battle. Uh, armour, Armour, duh. Duh. Yeah. Duh. At least I could cower in it. Question eight. Would you slash do you trust in your powers? Yes, I would trust them to protect my life. Maybe. I mean, what if they went wrong? I would try, but maybe maybe not with my life. Definitely not. I mean, they could be dangerous. <laughs> uh, I would try, but not with my life. Okay, that's fair. Defiantly not with my life. Which power would you most like to have? Right. Flight. Uh-huh. Water. Fire. <laughs> earth. Everything. Or not sure. <laughs> Everything? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have the power of water. <laughs> emanate that from several orifices <laughs> question 10 how do you feel about magic uh-huh. it's real because I know I have a power mm-hmm. it's stupid it's amassing and fantassing <laughs> makes a good folk tale not sure makes me feel safe amassing and fantassing it is amassing and fantassing if, if it could be proven how did you find this quiz <laughs> interesting waste of time Google. unusual different not sure uh, I'm unsure of how Not I find sure. it. I don't. I want to see what my results are first. And this quiz about whether you have a magic ability. The last question is: Do you think you have a magic ability? Yes, I have seen it. Oh, I think I do sense something unusual about me. Uh huh. No, I am dark at heart. I'm not sure. <laughs> I think I do sense something yeah. unusual about me. <laughs> I think that one. Okay, let's submit these answers and see what Sarah says. Do you really have magic powers? Yes, you do. Yes! You have magic abilities, whether you know it or not yet. Whether you like it or not. Think about it, and maybe you will find you knew. 
Huh. Which power you could... <laughs> <laughs> Which power you could have could be any. Look inside yourself and you will discover what's within. Now, you are 80% all-powerful. 80% all-powerful based on that? Yep, 73% unstable, though. Mm. And the last one just says, no, most likely not. You're 5% that. <laughs> I'm not... Mo- oh, gosh. Yeah. I've done that. That, that adds up. Yeah. I mean, the, I've done the math on it. Ran if the numbers. you had to limit yourself to one magical ability, what would it be? What? What? <laughs> <laughs> I like to think that I would like to be, have the ability to move, say, between like five and ten meters to either side, teleport. Yeah? Yeah. Wouldn't just want, if you could pick one, you wouldn't just pick teleport anywhere? No. I, ju- I just think that would be impressive enough. <laughs> is it about impressing people? Yeah. <laughs> as, as everything secretly is. Um, but no, what I'm thinking specifically of mm-hmm. is either, it's very train based. It's, <laughs> it's normally when I'm in central, and I'm like, look at that R platform's empty I get through the gates really quick yeah. only I could teleport just over there and I've done my check of the building it's five metres yeah. space between it's the fine. tracks I've done and the other thing is if the train's pulling away you could run up beside it zoop you're in the train zip it. yeah it'd be a handy ability to have it'd be no, handy. no doubt who, about it I'm, I'm saying you could do multiple leaps just doing five metres at a time <laughs> between five and ten at a time so you'd have to be really quick if you're going over water just Whoop, go that. over to the motorway <laughs> Well, look, well, now we know not only are you a cult leader, cult mm. founder, you're also an all powerful 80% odd. It's all feeding into the legend, doesn't it? Magical abilities. Yeah. I mean, it's good that one of us has magical abilities and the mm. other one doesn't. Yeah. Because you have a lot of skills and abilities that I do not share. That's true. That's true. So, a ton. Yeah. So this fake one kind of evens it up. <laughs> a bit better. Yeah. Well, God knows. Makes me a wee bit better. Well, you can maybe do some tricks at the live show. Mm-hmm. 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 You do love magic. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope that was a bit of fun for you, pal. Was, I, it took my mind off what is going to be a grim scenario. I thought you were going to say it took your mind off ruining dinner earlier. <laughs> <laughs> no, nothing will betray the fact that I ruined two packets of Maggie's So Juicy Chicken. Not two kilograms of chicken. <laughs> two kgs of chicken. What we got next? Next up, we're going to head into the nitty gritty. The, the meat and potatoes, Batman's dinner, uh, of the Matt Horror Suicide <laughs> Batman's Cult. Batman's dinner. That's good. <laughs> the meat and potatoes. <laughs> Why is that Batman's dinner? Just I can't a, remember. It's just a simple dinner that he would have. Has all the proteins and starches he might need. Imagine he'd have greens. He need a, he'd a third of his plate would be speed food. Yeah. At the very least. Do you know what he's got to concentrate on? Not only staying full for mm-hmm. the night ahead, but also like healing. Yeah, exactly, and lean. So lean. When we left off, uh, a, a pair of police officers had just seen a dodgy character driving through the police roadblock. Yeah. And they decided to follow him back to Rancho Santa Elena, owned by the Hernandez family. Uh-oh. The officers swept the ranch. Mm-hmm. Not literally, they looked around. <laughs> and what they... That's a technical term. <laughs> the technical term. It's a police term, because mm-hmm. my uncle's a police. Uh, and what they found sent chills up their spines. Uh-oh. Hash. Loads and loads of hash. Yeah. The place was lousy with hash. There was also an absolute power of cultish paraphernalia and voodoo-like ritual crud lying all around. Jesus, no. The officers were spooked. Who can blame them, after all? They arrested the roadblock hopper, Uh uh, who was a local drug dealer named Serafin Hernandez. Uh, And in custody, he was fairly helpful with the Mark Kilroy investigation. Right. In that he cheerfully admitted that he was being part of his killing and disposal of his remains. 
He confessed to being a part of several kidnappings and murders in the last few months, and he even offered to take the officers back to the ranch so they could see what was up. That's cool. That was nice, nice of him. Ah, exactly, like, not so bad. Uh, the police decided to come back with a larger force, mm-hmm. much like when Karg, Blade, Sarod, and the Beastman retreated back to Eternia after being subdued by He-Man, Teela, Man-at-Arms, and of course the human Julie in the canon classic Masters of the Universe. When police arrived for a full-on raid, what they saw then chilled them to the bone. It was Hash again. <laughs> the same Hash that had scared them so much before was still there and still just as scary. Unsmoked. Yeah, unsmoked Hash. <laughs> However, if those policemen thought that some common herb was going to be the scariest thing they'd encounter that day, mm-hmm. well, they're just as arrogant as the Polish you get over here. <laughs> Searching a shack around the back of the property, officers managed to finally close the case on what happened to poor Mark Kilroy. And what did happen to Mark Kilroy? A poor cunt. In the shack was a black altar, uh-huh. covered in bones, gore, black and white candles, and near the altar was a blood-spattered machete, Uh-oh. and four iron cauldrons filled with both human and animal blood. Rather than dip their sandwiches into it like you or I, uh-huh. the police immediately set to work. In the investigation that followed, it was revealed that the owners of the ranch, the Hernandez family, were one of the most notorious marijuana smuggling families in Mexico. They'd been paying our good pal Adolfo uh-huh. good money for potions, spells and hexes that would ensure their success in the drug running game. Now, you've obviously you've talked about Palo Mayombe, offshoot of the Afro-Caribbean religion Santeria. It's really dark, it's powerful, it's black magic stuff. Yeah. Cult members, they believed that killing, sacrificing humans and animals would mean immunity from harm, law enforcement, and it would result in great wealth and success. Uh, Serafin Hernandez believed that one of the potions he took genuinely rendered him invisible to police, and that is why he went through the roadblock. Do you think that's why he told them as well? Because he was like, well, they can't eat. What are you going like, to do? This can't be happening. What are you going to do, mate? I've taken this potion. I'm invisible to you. <laughs> <laughs> Idiot. I'm invisible to you. Uh, but that triggered this whole thing, which is wild when you think about it. Mm. It's like the thing that they believed made them really powerful, but it did in the end bite them in the arse. It was their ultimate weakness. It came along and bit them in the bum. <laughs> Seraphin is a bit of a chatty Cathy and he tells all that indeed Mark Kilroy was killed boy by Adolfo <laughs> beheading him with a machete after right. a failed escape attempt the idea was to get Kilroy's brain into a bowl boil it up as hot as the dickens and serve it to the higher ups in the organisation mm-hmm. uh, that's why as you said Adolfo's after a superior brain for yeah. this particular ritual and that's why Kilroy was targeted mm. Uh, a big part of the religious experience here is the consummation of human organs, brains, generally causing human suffering, like the bad bastards in Omshinriku. Seraphin led officers to a plot in the ranch where they found the remains of 16 people Sheesh. in various states of mutilation. Some of the remains were notable for having a metal wire attached to the spinal column. Right. Seraphin noted that once the bodies had fully decomposed, uh-huh. the spine could then be worn as a fucking necklace. <laughs> Oh, nice. Oh, brilliant, Seraphim. Uh, cool, man. You seem nice. Oh, no. <laughs> no, you're not only invisible to us, just clothes floating in the air. <laughs> Who said that? A nut bar. A floating necklace? <laughs> uh, the other victims, they were identified as prostitutes, homeless folks, drug dealers, uh-huh. and the like. No one really reported them as missing, or at Bad least... Magic candidates. Aye. Like, the police didn't look too hard for them if they mm. were, uh, and that seems how Adolfo managed to ply his dark trade for so long. 
Uh, they found all sorts of stuff in this shithole. They found a lot of fucking porno. Is that right? Jackpot. <laughs> porno and ash. Although they found it was weird that it was like homosexual porn. Mm-hmm. Why put, is that weird, Gavin? No, that's that weird. Weird that they said it. Oh. It's just they, they made sure to let you know. Uh huh. They found a lot. Every one of the articles I read, a lot of homosexual porn. Like, huh? Deriding him further for being gay. For being a gay man. Uh, they've also found a torture chamber. Uh, they found more dead bodies just lying around and probably more terrifying for the officers, even more hash. No. But the one thing they couldn't find was Adolfo or his inner circle. Oh. Uh, they would mop, well, the police could mop up all the pissant, nothing, worker bee shitheads that all cults have beneath their founders, sure. Yeah. But Adolfo and Sarah, nowhere to be found. Good on them. Escaped. Uh, exactly. Well, I see a few other cult members were missing as well, and that gave the police hash like chills. <laughs> The whole thing exploded with the group being branded narco-satanists by the media. Yeah. Fucking badass that is. Absolutely. If we didn't already have a name, that's what we'd be taking. It'd be called narco-satanists because we love drugs and Satan mm-hmm. in that order. Yeah. Uh, Adolfo, Sarah and a few others, they'd all fled to Mexico City. They were hiding out quite the wee thing in an apartment when the police arrived. Uh-oh. Now, the police were there for an, a, com- a completely unrelated reason, but when you're a wanted man... And now national exposure is hit. And it tends to make you a bit jumpy. Yeah. So it's only natural that you'd start firing a machine gun wildly <laughs> out the window for 40 minutes. <laughs> uh, police are a little shocked, to tell the truth. Yeah. Um, one of their own gets wounded. And then suddenly they're like, fuck this. Let's take out these pinche cabrons. <laughs> they go to storm the place. A big mad squad of Mexican police. Yeah. Armed to the teeth. One scary scenario. Exactly. Um, Adolfo looks out at the scene that's going to get played out, sees them approach, decides there's no escape, mm-hmm. no magic can save him now. So he asks one of the followers that he's still got with him to do him a huge solid mm-hmm. and shoot him in the head, along with his lover, Martin Quintana. The homosexual pawn. Of course. Boom. And the deed is done. <laughs> Officers... Uh, burst in they find two dead bodies and arrest the two that are there uh, it's the two dead bodies <laughs> and they'd let the others go <laughs> you two get out of here uh, they arrest the two people that are there uh, the follower who shot them yep. uh, it was named De Leon and Sarah Alderete. Uh they both got some heavy jail time for this as you'd expect as did many other cult members like our pal Seraphin mm. and the rest of the remaining Hernandez family a lot of them were put away for like 60 like 30, 60 Good. X years. Good, Good. Right? American authorities stand by to press charges, assuming any of them get out of jail. Yep. They'll then have to answer on American soil for Excellent. what happened to Mark Kilroy. Um, but I, what a wild ride, like black magic, ritualistic murder, smokable hash. It's all there. A grisly tale for grisly tale, yeah. a wonderful podcast. Yeah. <laughs> one of the best podcasts. Easily one of the best. In the West of Scotland. In the West Central Belt. Um, Thank you. Thank you for that, Gavin. Thank you. Thank you. Detailed explanation of this frankly shocking and bizarre (laughs) tale. We don't endorse anything that's gone on in this. (laughs) However. But we will take one thing from it. However, we do have to find one good thing. But before we get to that, Gavin, Mm -hmm. that was some heavy duty stuff. Yeah. How would you like to just take the foot off the gas just a little bit? Yep. Pull over the fun services. (laughs) I'd love that. Head up to Fun Burger King. Like, give me. Ten of your nuggets. <laughs> Whatever they're called. <laughs> do do huh? Burger King do chicken nuggets? They do. 
good. <laughs> they do gammon. Good. At decidedly lower prices than the Golden Arches. <laughs> I see. I've got a game for you, right? The show's brought to you, but it's called Sacrifice the Truth About Yourself. <laughs> wow, I like Are you this. Ready? Yes. <laughs> Gavin, mm-hmm. you're a man with needs and wants. Like any other human being on this beautiful damned earth. Maybe more. No man can divide. <laughs> no man can beat me. No man can ever deny all of his vices. No. Today we will test your limits. Shit. Your massive ego. Crap. What are you willing to give up forever to save the life of an innocent? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Round one, man. Uh-huh. You ready? Uh huh. Pizza. The circular flavour delivery mechanism holds a very special place in your heart and ideally your tum. Mm hmm. Are you willing to never again let its cheesy grease touch your moist lips? For what? What's the- uh, it's either you give up pizza or some fucker dies, man. What's it going to be? <laughs> Is it just someone dies? I'll, I'll get on to that. You have to first decide. Yeah, I like pizza, man. <laughs> People are going to die anyway. Okay, so somebody's got to, something's got to die. Something's got to die. What I'm going to give you, Gavin, is mm-hmm. a choice of what animal will die and what it will die by. Okay, okay. You ready? Yep, so yep, yep. First one, so you're going to keep pizza, but in order to keep pizza, you must either kill a moose with a noose or a parrot with a garret. <laughs> <laughs> I'd kill a moose with a noose. How do I touch a parrot? <laughs> Excellent. Round two, Gavin. Mm-hmm. Drawing ability slash livelihood. Shit. After years of dedication to your craft, you've made quite the place for yourself as the global head of illustration for one of the fastest growing startup companies in the Western Hemisphere. But what if you had to bin all that, Gavin? So give up my drawing ability slash livelihood. I mean, I don't want to delve too deep into all these things like, yeah. oh, could I, could I relearn? Could I do all this stuff? No. No, no. no I love drawing. It's my favourite thing in the fucking planet. Fair enough, Gavin. But yeah. in order to keep it, one of these pricks must die okay. by a weapon of your choosing. <laughs> okay. A koala with a katana or an antelope with a length of rope? <laughs> like koala with a katana. Is... <laughs> yeah, it was close. It was close. <laughs> I was like a koala with a katana. Or an antelope with a length of rope. Yeah. It's the katana koala. Imagine <laughs> as it jumped from a tree at you and you just fruit ninja it right through the centre. Yep. <laughs> okay then, round three. Okay. Lager, including tenants. Oh, fuck. Man cannot live by bread alone. Not my words, Gavin, but the words of Jesus. Are you willing to forego the most precious of man's liquids? Lager. Absolutely not. <laughs> not for I like lagers. Fair my enough. You may keep it, but will you kill a bison with poison or a <laughs> buffalo with a judo throw? <laughs> Is there a bison with poison? <laughs> Slip it into his cup. Fair enough. <laughs> Round four, Kevin. Yeah. When it now? Um, that trademark voice. I mean hell Talking pish Singing songs <laughs> Laughing as hard as you love Talking <laughs> Your voice is a trademark Loved by tens of podcast listeners around the world But Gavin would you speak no more? Well not I wouldn't have the podcast anymore I wouldn't have anything without this Fair enough But will you kill a beaver with a cleaver Or a macaque with a whip crack? <laughs> yeah a macaque with a whip crack And killing a monkey with a whip <laughs> Just whipping it in two. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Just lacerate its belly. <laughs> Round five. Okay. Time to get serious now. Okay. We've had a lot of fun. Blah. The love of your life. <laughs> Childhood sweetheart. 
underage lover, joined at the hip, <laughs> united by marriage, designed by the devil and powered by the dead, but would you sacrifice her to save one daft animal? Absolutely not. No way. <laughs> <laughs> well, fair enough, Gavin. But would you <laughs> kill a meerkat with odd jobs hat or a whale's son with a nail gun? <laughs> A whale son with a nail gun. Fair enough. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> a whale son with a nail gun is incredible. Round six. Oh shit, there's a round six. Yeah, there's, there's two more, including this one. Okay. Simply your hands, Gavin. Fairly self explanatory. Your hands, you use them a lot. Yes, it's true. It's true. Would you lose them? <laughs> no, I love them. Then fair enough. But would you kill a horseshoe crab with a simple jab or a Staffordshire bull terrier with a sharp kick up the derrier? <laughs> a jab a crab. Very well, the final round. <laughs> Your private genitals. Oh no. A man is not judged on it just on his deeds, and yet would you forsake your little peen regardless of the size of that? <laughs> no, I love my penis. Very well, Gavin. But would you choose between a co- <laughs> Would you kill a cougar with a luger or a tartigrade with a Stanley blade? <laughs> I do want to fire a luger. So. <laughs> a cougar with a luger is the one that really made me laugh at work. <laughs> a cougar with a big sexy shot from a luger. The sexiest gun. There you go. The body count uh, is high, but you've kept all your skills. Thank God for that. Phew. None of this is binding, hopefully. <sighs> oh, that's good. That is good. I think it's time for some cult status, man. Cult status is important. It's extremely important. Uh, this is the cult status where we speak to someone. Yeah, we're going to speak to our, our guest our, uh, from our, the festive month. Our chief uh, financial officer. Chief executive order. <laughs> Andrew Beltran. Um, we asked him five questions. Let's see how he answered them. Hello and welcome to the Cult of Geshcast Christmas Munch. We are here live in Five Guys. And uh, what we're going to do, we're gonna, well, I think we'll pick one of the initiates who arrived. It's going to be difficult because a lot of them turned up. Uh, excuse any audio issues, uh, because this wee thing is a fucking nightmare to record on. Uh, okay, so, Philip, if you would be so kind as to uh, ask the questions of this initiate we have chosen. Good day. Are you ready? Yes. No? <laughs> good day. Good day. <laughs> Who's editing this? I am editing <laughs> Okay. You ready? This is going to be quick fire, so be ready. Sure. Okay. Who are you? Uh, Andrew Beltran. How are you? I'm uh, surprisingly chipper on this cold winter's morn. Afternoon? Afternoon. Afternoon now. Right. Technically, he has fluffed a wee bit. What are your skills? Um, the, the, the Adobe Suite. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Yeah. Good. Any others? I've got that. Another one. Um, I think I think I bring a, a general joie de vivre to uh, to the proceedings. And pickled turnips. Pickled turnips. What's stopping you? Well, I I I hate to continue on with the theme, but I think it's a uh, crippling anxiety. <laughs> Always seems to be the the the, the way. Uh, any shout outs? Um. No, I'm, I'm, I'm all right. Yeah. Well, no, wait, wait. Shout, shout out to Five Guys Burgers, which, yeah. according to the Riverfront Times, is fresh burgers, fresh vegetables, and fresh potatoes. You can't beat that. 
hella fresh three times over. Um, thank you very much for coming along. Say goodbye to everyone else here. Bye. <laughs> thank you and good night. <laughs> Andrew, you son of a bitch. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's been a while. Can't remember what you said. Yeah, <laughs> 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 probably some fucking boring. I <laughs> just kidding, Andrew. You're really good. It was nice to join us. Thank you very much once again. Yeah, strange that he went to Five Guys and got a burger and no chips. Yeah, well, the chips are so good. The chips are probably probably my favourite bit. No, the juice is my favourite bit. The juice machine's my favourite bit. <laughs> just juice. The juice bit's my favourite. Then the chips. I'd say maybe the burgers out of the three, my least favourite part of Five Guys. Which makes it sound like I don't like it, when in reality I love it. I really do, but I really love those chips. I really love those chips. Um, okay. Okay. Consultation. Yeah. It's, we're going to have to look back at this cult now and try and find something. Yeah. We can take out and just learn for ourselves. Yeah, we take a list of pros and we take a list of cons. Mm. We pick one of those pros to add to our list of cult rules. Okay, well, there's nothing else for it. We're just going to have to head straight to the consultation zone. Hello, and we're back. Mm-hmm. Consultation is over, Gavin. Yes. We have managed to take the the nugs. Yes. From this cult. Hard as it could be to believe. But do you know what the handy thing is about the pro and con system, Gavin? Mm-hmm. Is you don't just have to search for the hero inside themselves. You also get to look at the devil. That's true. Yeah? That's true. There's pros and cons to everything, even the bad stuff. It's like I always said, even if I had a shit job, like maybe I was a window cleaner, I could look in people's houses. Uh-huh. Or if I was an undertaker, I could look at dead bodies. <laughs> you got to take the, the rough with the smooth, don't you? You have. You've got to enjoy it where you can. <laughs> uh, okay, so let's look at the pros and cons. Okay, first up, first profile. Yes. What is it? They're magical. They're magical. You know? I mean, they may have used it for a bit of bad stuff. <laughs> yeah. But... Like an essence of magicalness. Yeah, there's something about that. There's a Copperfield-esque Yeah, I think that could bring a lot in. Yeah. Mystery there. There's kind of, ooh, will they, won't they kiss? There's (laughs) There's a lot of that. There's a thing going on in the background. Yeah, I mean, that's it. Like, when you hear David Copperfield say that ever since he was a little boy, he wanted to fly. Not just float, but really (laughs) fly. Really fly. There's something in that. There's mm-hmm. a magic in, inside when you yeah. hear stuff like that. Not just in a helicopter or an airplane. No, no. Like, you want to make sure that uh, this that kind of stuff exists in the real world. Mm-hmm. And they did, to an extent, mm-hmm. bring it to the real world just in a horrible way. But let's not focus right on that right now. No, no. If we can briefly just touch upon David Copperfield again. <laughs> God, I'd love to. Um, briefly touch upon. <laughs> I think the fact that when he did fly, he flew... Well, when he flew across the gorge of the the Grand Canyon, Grand Canyon, he flew kind of Swami style, yeah, like cross theme, yeah, cross legged. Um, which again, I think that is an an example of adding an extra magic mm-hmm. to a situation. Already he's flying, but he's sitting cross legged. He's not going for the the glory of the Superman flight. No, because I think when although you, we have seen him do that later <laughs> on in the Las Vegas stage show, yeah, yeah. But I think the the magic element comes from like people have seen. The Superman, yes. they, they equate it with Superman. Mm-hmm. But to fly like that is undeniably magical. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and then to predate the Dyson air filter by <laughs> almost two decades yeah. and then fly through that. Watch that. Fabulous. Watch that video. <laughs> uh, okay. Con. Cons. They killed human beings uh, with human sacrifice. Like we say, they took that magical element and mm. they, they basically just went too far they went too far and we can't condone that here at Cult of Geshcast simply shan't if we find any of our initiates killing or using human sacrifice yeah uh, you're out I'll, you can get take your pound back I serious repercussions that's man. one Kit Kat I won't have to eat I will not let it touch my moist lips <laughs> one Kit Kat I won't stomach <laughs>
<laughs> I think we need another pro here. Yes, that's true, Phil. Um, the next pro we have is Hash. Yes. Yeah, a surprising one, considering how straight-laced the cult is. Mm-hmm. But we're not people to force our beliefs on others. No. I certainly am not. No. no. I am happy to force that belief on others because I love to smoke leaf. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you do. I, I, I'm I, not a big fan of the herb mm. uh, because I don't like the act of smoking. Yeah. Which is why I'm, you know, as I grow older, though, I'm like, hmm, maybe I could find other ways to get fucking high. Exactly, man. Well, I think it ties into the magical nature of things as well. Mm-hmm. Get high and look at magic. That would be incredible. Dope. Imagine you watch Dynamo while high. Uh, no, that would be too bizarre. <laughs> too much for me, thanks. Uh, cons, Philip. Cons, they were simply evil. They were bad bastards, weren't they? They were bad bastards once again. I mean, it keeps coming up time after time after time, <laughs> and yet and we yet. can't just let it pass us by. No, no. They were uh, bad bastards, and we will not... No, not going to believe If anybody is doing that, they're going to get junk now. <laughs> Pro. Gay porn. Gay porn, man. Pornography as, a, as an all-encompassing umbrella. Yeah. But, you know, gay porn... It's fun to watch. As long as everyone is into it and happy with what's happening <laughs> in the filming and production of such matters, then go ahead, man. Fill your boots. <laughs> How progressive are we? <laughs> no. Pornography. I fun. just started to think about the dark side yeah. almost immediately. No, um, por- no. The dark side of this serial. <laughs> yeah, of course. Looking at all this porn and... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But you know, porn's but a healthy porn general, it's, it's a healthy thing. How about this? Just cheesecake porn. Yeah. No no full nudes. No, no. <laughs> just <laughs> How about this, right? Those cosplay shots where they're wearing the cosplay outfits and then they're just naked beside it. Yeah, that's fine. Cosplay on off. That's not an issue. That's fine. Here's the tissue. Uh a, a con. A con. Final con. Uh the only other con we could think of out this whole disgusting trial was just the natural arrogance of the police. Aye, the general arrogance of all policemen. Um <laughs> We will not condone that. We will not condone that at all. Uh they think they're mental because they've got that hat. They think they're fucking a rock because they've got that hat. <laughs> and I tell you what, if they find the hash, they take a half and they smoke it themselves. Aye, that's it. See once goes to the evidence room. See once when Keep I was dreaming. Uh, we were Keep dreaming. we were going to Amsterdam for Lindsay's twenty first right mm. and uh, we were going through security and Lindsay just bought a big bottle of perfume and the lassie wouldn't take it let it take it through because it was over a hundred mils and she wasn't a police or anything but she did have a high vis on <laughs> <laughs> she was arrogant she was arrogant as fuck and I bet she kept that aye and smoked it aye and smoked it so, <laughs> so look if we had to take one thing one pro away so to add to the cult of Geshcast it's got to be magic magic hash hash gay porn yeah um I think mm-hmm. it has to be hash hash because everyone loves hash don't they it's hash <laughs> now on <laughs> hash is hash from now on anyone in their cult fucking legally allowed to smoke hash yeah I don't think you could you could walk by any police station smoking what I believe is a duber mm-hmm. and walk straight to the front desk <laughs> blow it in their face <laughs> yep. and say Jerome Brun and G can't, tu- fu- can't fucking can't touch, touch you me. exactly welcome to the cult now get high <laughs> welcome to the cult now get high there's a new t-shirt for the merchandise <laughs> kneel whilst high <laughs> <laughs> this is the only cult where you can kneel and get higher at the same time <laughs> yes yes welcome yes. to the cult of get <laughs> Right. Well, there we go, though. So there we go. Got a decision. Time for our next section called Cult Status, mm. uh, where we decide, are the Matamoros suicide hash cult mm. better than our existing favourite cult? Yeah. 
which at the moment is Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I just remembered it's not Heaven's Gate anymore. <laughs> we decided it was going to be Christmas. Think, even if it was Heaven's Gate, I'd be tempted to say yes. Yeah. There's a lot of factors in this that, are, that are tickle me and well, that's it. it's a lot not, of levels. It's like fa- not factors that you like. But yeah. factors that are interesting. It's like, oh, absolutely. like the Jack the Ripper murders. We don't like them, Jack the Ripper murders, mm-hmm. but we are them. fascinated by them. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's loads in there. Like, there's the ritual Black magic. Sacrifice. There's blood sacrifice. There's animal sacrifice, human sacrifice. Blood there's and balls. Cauldrons. Yeah. Hash. Brains. Brains. Machete. Machete, of course. A fucking sexy backdrop of spring break. Yeah, exactly. I think. I think. The Matamoros Suicide Hash Cult is the new best cult. Well done, lads. Get it down. Get it written down. Well done, lads. <laughs> well done, lads. Thanks for that. Fun. Excellent work. <laughs> um, okay. Well, with that, Phil, I think it's probably time for us to start uh, thinking about your initiation. Oh, no. Into this. <laughs> I was hoping we <laughs> No, no, no. Until you can do it, man. Yeah. I was thinking about like getting rid of the 13 second rule and I was like, nah, man, that's my favourite bit. <laughs> so... <laughs> okay, right. Okay, so... I've been working on this, so I think I'll be pretty tough. I think what I'm going to have to do is shut my eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'll try and deliver them with a more deadpan <laughs> kind of... Mm. Attitude. Uh, so, Phil, once again, we're back with another round where you need to withstand some horrifying punchlines in the initiation station. Mm-hmm. Can you withstand laughing for 13 seconds as I pulverise you with punchlines? <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, I can. Probably. So, we went. I went with some older classics. Okay. I'm going to give you more and more of a chance. Okay. <laughs> until it happens. Okay, so I'm going to okay. I'm going to start the clock. Are you ready? I'm ready. Who invented the round table? I do not know. Circumference. <laughs> <laughs> That's wrong. Yeah, it's bad, isn't it? <laughs> well, you failed the initiation this this week. Next time, who knows? You got any others? Yeah, I've got a few more. Yeah. Right, so, okay. I'll do Sen- Centre yourself. Right, right. What did the ghost say to the bee? I don't know. Booby. <laughs> <laughs> It's base level stuff this time. <laughs> it's good. Yep. Okay. Yep. Ready? Right, right, Straighten right. your face. Right. Yeah. What did the janitor say when he jumped out the closet? <laughs> I don't know. Supplies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah, I like that one. Uh, how do you think the unthinkable? I don't know. With an iceberg. <laughs> These are all quite. <laughs> Take a second one. <laughs> Not only that, but I'll rely on slight, uh, either lisps or speech impediments. Which is good. Yes, that's the theme. This is like only connect. Last one. Mm-hmm. Right, straighten up, man. Right, here we go. <clears throat> What's brown and sounds like a bell? I don't know. Dung. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I like that one. I'd say I'd say my favourite is the supplies one. The supplies was very good. What did the janitor say when he jumped out the closet? Supplies. <laughs> okay. okay. Right. Oh, um, not in. Not in the cult again. Not in the cult again. <laughs> Fuck on the outside. The leader of the cult. I'm looking in. Uh, now, before we do the wrap up, usually this is the point in the show where we'd start to do the wrap up. Right. I think it's time we bring in our new section. Mm-hmm. Now. 
we're still figuring out how to get you initiates more involved in the show in a way that makes the show better, more interesting, and most of all, least hassle for us. Ideally. But in those brief moments where we did speak to our initiates, yes. we found the same thing that plagued them all. It was a common theme. And what was that film? Crippling anxiety. Crippling anxiety. Stopping them from being their best person. Ugh, I hate the idea. There's all those people it's, out there suffering. It saddened me. It did, you know, it genuinely did sadden me to know that these people who are usually effervescent mm-hmm. and online and show, you know, most people should put their best foot forward on strong, confident I, on the outside, but for some reason, who knows? To the core. <laughs> <laughs> Not true. Now everyone deals with anxiety in some shape or form, whether it's fleeting or it's ever present. Here are some yes. techniques you can use to make your life a little more bearable. Okay. I haven't looked any up. I'm, we're going to look at them. Okay. We're going to look them up right now. <laughs> Together. Together. Okay. Thanks, Hi. everyone, for joining us here in the relaxation zone. Mm-hmm. Sit back. Just take a load off. Lick your lips. <laughs> and buck your hips. So we've got <laughs> three tips this week, this episode, about how you can naturally reduce your anxiety and stress levels. Um, first one that I looked up was uh, hey take a time out just relax a little bit you listen to yoga <laughs> listen to yoga <laughs> you can get a massage um, step back from the problems and uh, clear your head that's a really great idea Gavin thanks for bringing it I really hope the mics are picking up yeah they'd be shy if it didn't probably just be getting a breathing again last <laughs> time but if you are enjoying that I might just be sending you off to sleep who knows Speaking of which, here's tip number two. Make sure that you just take time to get a good and enough sleep. Mm-hmm. When stress, your body needs additional sleep and rest. Hey, Phil, that's fantastic. Thanks very much for that one. No problem. I'll make sure to drift off in 10 minutes or so. Um, and the last one that I just want to bring up is um, I really urge everyone to uh, exercise daily, to stay, stay healthy, and really drink water from the tap because it's filthy. Um, Thanks, Kevin. You're, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so if you have any issues with anxiety after that... I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> well, I do, Phil. I do know what to tell them. Yeah. We'll uh, find out next time because we'll have more relaxation tips in the segment we're calling Grappling Anxiety. Grappling Anxiety. That's right. Get ready to fight anxiety into the corner of the wrestling ring. <laughs> Get a one, Gavin, Phil. a one, two, three on that son of a bitch. <laughs> Um, but genuinely, if you are looking for help uh, with anxiety issues and you're in the Glasgow area, we mm-hmm. do have a genuine thing that you can do. Uh, a good friend of mine and friend of the show, Paula Maguire, Paula, show me the money, Maguire, hit me up with this information. She and her friends have started a walking club that looks to highlight and help with mental health issues. Yes. It's the Respite Room, and it was started by folks who have all suffered from varying degrees and aspects of mental health issues. They believe that exercise, social interaction, and fresh air are beneficial to such issues. So you can see already, these people are experts who've lived it. Yeah. Kind of mirrors what we just said. Pretty good start for our new section. Exactly. Uh, It's free. It lasts about an hour, but you're under no obligation to stay for the whole thing. Uh, And one of the organisers will start the walk on Saturday Mm -hmm. at the gates to Queen's Park on Victoria Road at Mm 10am. You can get in touch with them to check dates by emailing respiteroom at gmail.com. Hey, give it a try. You never know. It might actually fucking help I might actually fucking help <laughs> I might actually fucking help <laughs> listen 
Mm-hmm. Gavin, it is time that we shot off. It is the time we shot the crawl. We need to slam the gate shut and get another episode of Cult of Gashcast. Mm-hmm. Before we do so, we want to thank you very much for listening. Mm-hmm. How do people get in touch with us, should they want to? They can get in touch with us on Twitter, at Gashcast. Yeah! Uh, the other thing they can do, if you're interested in joining the Cult mm-hmm. of Gashcast, it's very easy to do. It's it, very easy to do. It costs very little. I think, basically... Just the price of a Kit Kat? The price of one simple single Kit Kat a month. One month? For one month. Um, all you need to do is go to patreon.com forward slash cult of Geshcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's very easy to sign up, very quick. And you, any money that we raise goes straight back into the show, into the cult, mm-hmm. particularly for our live show, which we're currently planning. Yeah, absolutely. S- such budgets, let me tell you. It's weird to even have um, a small, mild budget. Yeah. You know, it's just odd to be like... Let me reassure you. That's all going to go into t-shirt cannons. Yep. Um, spunk grenades. Belly blasters. Mm-hmm. And, and spunk guns. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of spunk. Look forward to that, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and girls. And, hey, hey, and girls. I don't know. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, that's about the tall and the short of it when it comes to Color Guest Cast. Don't forget, if you do sign up for the Patreon show as well, you will have access to an exclusive mini-episode. Oh, it's a back catalogue of mini-episodes. That's just true. just get one, you'll get everyone to date. Exactly. They're all very exciting. I've been told that by several people. <laughs> Two or three at the we're very least. We're recording another one right now. Right after this, we're going to record ah. a new one. Ah. So, uh, without further ado, <laughs> Phil, let's just get out of here and start recording that next episode. Okay. So, Listen, guys, uh-huh. see you all soon, and keep your eyes to the prize. Yep. Yeah. Call it Cast. See ya! Jerome Brown and Jay.